0: Thursday I hope you guys are having an amazing week um we're trying some new things in this new year so uh, shout out to the live chat and our two o'clock Pacific Standard time time frame hey actually Aubrey Chris not crystal Carol Joslo better days all y'all hello um I'm really enjoying after the 90 days I feel like there's a lot of people that don't watch it. And I feel like it's a cleansing, palate cleanser. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like a palate cleanser for all the other 90-day spinoffs that we watch. You know what I mean? Like, I always talk to you guys about I wish they would really celebrate culture and learning and all the things. And I feel like we get that with After the 90 Days. So we're just going to jump right in. Better Day says, yeah, it feels very refreshing. I agree with you. So we're continuing on David's journey to become a monk. And, you know, I was thinking how just in Western society, I think that we just have it so good that we don't realize how good we have it. And for the simple fact that David, you know, had to strip himself from like tangible things for only three days, you guys. It was only three days and he was struggling really just reminded me that, we have to be grateful for all that we have. And even if we're not where we want to be or we don't have the things that we dream to have, we do have a lot. So it opens up at 4.30 a.m., David's second day. And he's up, right? You remember? Um, Or moving into his second day. And he hasn't been sleeping because he's sleeping on the floor and it's hot for him and he's hungry and all the things. And he's complaining how he's not getting much sleep and he hasn't eaten since yesterday in the morning. There are bugs everywhere. There's no screens. And he only has this one fan. And he's going on and on and on and on about what he doesn't have and how he's struggling. And I'm like, well, think about the luxuries that we take for granted, right? And if you can't even do that for 24 hours, that just it says a lot about what we take for granted. Hey, Radella. Hey, girl. Hi. So he's up uh, six o'clock in the morning. What the monks do is they walk around for food that's donated by the villagers, which I just thought was really, really special. Um, And one of the requirements is that they don't have shoes outside. So outside of the temple, no shoes. And it's all of that is part of the monk culture and suffering and being able to overcome your struggles with your mind, right? So mind over matter. And so David was trying this and he he's like, you know, I'm going to try to do it the best of my ability. And, you know, he was, he was complaining along the way, but um, he did his very best. He put his, his A game out there and they weren't sure if he was going to be able to do it. Right. So they brought some like flip-flops or whatever for him to wear just in case and so after they go around the village um what they do is they have like this bag that all the monks carry and they walk around the village and then people are donating food and what was really special about this is the fact that a lot of them don't have it like that like they're not rich right so they're really taking care of their community. They're taking care of the the village and specifically they're taking care of the monks. And so we see Annie and Amber who have decided to come into the village and buy David's favorite food because she knows that part of um, his journey is donating food. So they buy mu ping it's called. And it's pork on a stick with sticky rice, which is David's favorite Thai food. Um, And they bring it to the side of the road, right? So when the monks come by, they're gonna donate this food to the monks. Meanwhile, Annie's also grilling Amber because they're really getting her ready to come to America. And so part of that, is making sure that amber is practicing english so annie's grilling amber to speak only english so she gets um amber to order from the vendor the street vendor uh can i have mu ping please she says and practicing, right? And I always have respect for people who speak multiple languages because it's really not easy to speak another language or understand another language. So I just really have respect for people who put that time in to learn another language. And I'm curious, anyone in the live chat, anyone else speak another language? Let me know what language you speak, I'm just curious. I feel like, and this is not like a a dig at Americans, but I feel like outside of America, most people speak two languages. Um is Annie's mom alive? Yes, she's alive. She's on the show. Joslo? <laughs> she's on the show. Her mom and her dad are both alive and they're both on the show. Um Carol says that David seems a bit whiny, a lot whiny. So they're going around the village and As people donate, one of the other things that I thought was really special is that the monks say a simple prayer for those that are donating. And the reason they do that is to bless the village because the villagers are blessing the monks. And, you know, when a lot of them are donating, you know, a lot of them are poor. And so they still do it so that the monks are able to eat every day. And I, I think that that's really, really special. LOL. I only see Auntie Lom is her name, Lom. Um, no, she's she's there. Her mom and her dad are both there. She, uh, when they were going to Phuket, Joslo, the mom was the one that was wearing the hat that said, make sure, you know, you take care of the kids. I always forget. Thanks. Actually, Aubrey, hey, let's all hit that thumbs up. That would be great. Also, on the bottom of the screen, you can see where you can support the show. Uh, I'm doing three shows today. Um, I'm covering at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time uh, Lauren and Alexi after the 90 days. And at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I am covering MILF Manor because I just don't even know what to say about it. But I have a lot to say about it. So a lot of shows today. We're all catching up. So make sure, uh, yeah, you hit that thumbs up and come join us in the live chat, watch the replay, whatever you want to do. Support the show. That's it. That's all I got to say. Um. So as the villagers are donating food, what was really funny to me, Uh, was the fact that they were talking smack about David's feet. They're like, oh, his feet are so white. They're beautiful. They're like the virgin baby. And, you know, as David was walking, you could tell in this episode, like David doesn't walk around a lot. He really doesn't. You could see it on the show. And he's like struggling. And he's complaining how he's had to walk for an hour and a half. And he's got no shoes on. And oh, poor David. (laughs) So he's complaining that he's walking around for an hour and a half and he's tired and he's hungry and he's never gone over 20 hours without eating. Now let's think about that for a minute, you guys. So obviously fasting and praying is not part of David's everyday lifestyle, which is fine to each their own. But if we think about, again, just the blessings that we have, right? The blessings that we have in Western culture where... You know you're you're just eating whatever you want to eat but truly you just never know people struggle even in the western culture you know there are food insecurities there are people that are struggling to have food on their table for themselves and their families and so you know i couldn't really feel that much thim- sympathy for david talking about how he hasn't eaten in over 20 hours and he's tired and he's hungry just think about like other people who are less fortunate than you. And, you know, I I feel like, and this is just a me thing personally, I just feel like moving into 2023 and all that we've gone through in the last couple of years, we just have to count our blessings because it's really been, you know, a hard time for a lot of people, including myself. And so David's worried. He's like, I don't know. This today was really hard on me. I don't know how I'm gonna do this all again tomorrow. It's gonna be so hard, I can't, woe is me. Okay, David, calm down. They're back at the temple and um, they've collected all their food and David's like ready to chow down right now, but it's a process, right? So the villagers come into the temple. Everyone sits down on the floor and they do a blessing. And the blessing is the blessing of the food, the blessing of the monks, blessing of the village, all of the things. And David is like complaining that, oh, the blessings are taking too long. The food is in front of me and I can't dig in. And my note here says David needs a little bit more self-control uh, and and thinking about why he truly is becoming a monk. And instead of complaining and instead of saying how hungry he is and woe is him and God forbid he had to walk for an hour and a half, all the things. He should self-reflect, in my opinion, and think about self-control. And I know that this is probably gonna be an unpopular opinion, but I'm gonna say it anyways. You know this episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launcher online shop stage all the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh. I'll say it like this. We often forget to be grateful. And in forgetting to be grateful, we think about how accessible food is. And, you know, I talked about food insecurities uh, across the world in the West as well, but also too, you guys, there is an obesity problem uh, in the Western half of the world because there is that, you know, lack of self-control because food is so readily available, you know, and and I don't want to get into the whole thing, but even now with inflation and trying to go to the grocery store and eat healthy and all the things, I just honestly can't believe how expensive food is. But fast food in the West is cheap. So um, Ray Dell is the one that actually told me about this. And I, I always talk about it because I just love saying it. I've never had it. But I think that you know, it is important to know that it's available. So there's a company that has a $5 and they call it the $5 Biggie bag. And you get like a bunch of stuff. You get like a burger, I think, and like nuggets, a drink, and fries for $5. For five US dollars. Okay. So I'm just saying, like, David could wait a few minutes, bless the fl- food, bless the village, so that, you know, if we're talking about like karma, which is de- what David was talking about, that, you know, good karma comes to the village and and it all flows equally to everyone. So better day says, yes, we need to count our blessings. Absolutely. So that was the first thing. So they do the blessings and then he sees that there is another monk that's starting to eat. So he decides that it's okay to start eating. Now, meanwhile, He's finally eating after like 20 hours and complaining all this stuff. We're back at the village, and Cindy, who is Annie's best friend, is at the salon and she's doing Loam's hair. And she's going to make Loam beautiful because they're going to Phuket. And she wants to make sure that she, like, tears down some of Loam's walls because Loam is not really for all of this. She really doesn't want the kids to go to Phuket because she's only ever heard bad things. And so Cindy sees this as an opportunity to talk to Auntie Loam so she won't be so difficult on the trip because remember, Cindy and Auntie Loam are joining the kids and David and Annie on this trip to Phuket. Um, Raydella. Yeah. Okay. So that $5 biggie bag is a burger, fries, four nuggets, and a drink for $5. $5 biggie bag. They should hire me because I could really just um, do the commercials. (laughs) Uh, So back at the hair salon, uh, Cindy's getting an opportunity to do Auntie Lone's hair and talk to her about their trip. And she asks her, have you ever been to Phuket? And she's never been. And I'm going to pop this picture up here. And she looked gorgeous, you guys. She got all the curls done in her hair, new curly hair. She looks amazing. And she explains to Cindy that, you know, she's worried about going to Paquette though because she's only heard bad things. And even though, like she says, and you see in this clip, I'll be honest, I know nothing. She doesn't know anything about it. She's only been told things. She's heard bad things. And because she's been told these bad things, she feels like it's not good for the kids. And I always find that fascinating when people are like, they tell you something and you haven't experienced it for yourself, but because you heard from someone who told someone who told someone that this is bad or this is not good or whatever, then you believe it. And I'm always like, well, you have to A, do your own research and B experience it yourself and come up with your own opinion for yourself. That person may have had a bad experience and that's why they're telling you that it's terrible. And maybe it's not terrible. Um, The other thing that I thought was really uh, important is the fact that, this is the first time Auntie Loam is traveling. And I think that that is a very special moment as well, because I always talk about how it's important to travel. Um, But I also know that not everyone has that extra money and ability to leave their day-to-day life. Um, And so Cindy finishes up doing Auntie Loan's hair. And again, like I said, she looked gorgeous, you guys. Like just really having a different experience from her day-to-day experience. And one of the reasons why I like watching this show is because not only are we getting deeper into the culture, but we're always also seeing Annie's family getting a different experience from their day-to-day, right? So even though you got the cameras and production and all of that stuff, You're outside of your day to day routine. And so you're having experiences and creating memories that you haven't had before. And I think that that's what's really special. And you can tell in this photo um, how she's happy. She's happy because she's having new experiences. She's got her hair, did nails, did everything, did, did. Uh... All right. So now it's day two. And it's 6 a.m., the monks are back outside to collect donations. David is also complaining again that his feet are on fire. Um, and he just doesn't even know what to do with himself, right? And so they, they've collected the food, and now he has to do the day's chores. And because he is the lowest man on the pole for lack of a better term, he gets like the grunt work. So he has to clean the toilets, sweep the temple, clean the quarters, all of the things. And he's complaining about this to Annie. And he says to, to Annie, how many toilets do you have to clean to reach enlightenment? And Annie's response was really, really good. And he's like, I, there's no actual number. It could be one toilet, it could be a million toilets, but it's your personal journey. And um, that's, it goes back to being grateful, right? Being grateful for what you have, counting your blessings and realizing that, you know, your own enlightenment has to do with how much you're open to being enlightened. So he's done his chores and now, um he has to learn a chant. And so it's called Sanskrit. And it's only spoken through prayer, which I thought was something else I was really happy to learn about because I had never heard about this. So the monks have a chant that they have when they're uh, indoctrinating you into monkism, if that's a thing. And it's called Bali Sanskrit. And again, it's only spoken through prayer and so in order to do this david has to learn this prayer learn this language and he only has like a few days to learn this prayer and what we find out in this episode too is that david's the first foreigner to become a monk in the province so the province that annie lives in the village that annie lives in he's the first foreigner to become a monk. And a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, he's only doing it for TV. And, and why is he becoming a monk? And can monks be married and all this stuff? And uh, if you don't watch the show, he explained it. Uh, because a lot of people have reached out to me like, I don't even get it. Like, well, how can he possibly do this? And he explained that every time man Becomes a monk as a rite of passage. And whether they're a monk for a day or a week or a year or a lifetime, the process is a rite of passage. And because David has embraced Annie's culture, which I think is a beautiful thing, is why he figured as a rite of passage, he was going to do this. And that's why, um, It was only a three-day process for him because it's not like he was committing to becoming a monk for the rest of his life he was going through a rite of passage and so i thought that that was really something great for all of us the viewers to to know and so david doesn't want to disappoint anyone he doesn't want to disappoint Uh, Annie's family, he doesn't want to be embarrassed for himself or the family. So he, for the second night, is going to stay up all night to try to learn the prayer uh, because it's part of uh, the next day's ceremonies. Right. So now we're into day three and all of Annie's family has come back, which I thought also was beautiful, to support David's last day on his journey to become a monk. And, you know, Auntie Lum, who is the hardest on David, was really impressed because she didn't think he was going to last a day. And so for him to last the whole process, um, she says it makes her see him in a better light. She trusts him a little bit more. She thinks that maybe perhaps if he can commit to this, he'll be able to commit to taking care of the two kids that they want to take to um, America, right? So all of these things, were important, because in essence, he has to impress Annie's family. And you guys, we know David's history, right? So they have they have ample reason to really be worried, right? And not in the last few years, obviously, because David and Annie were completely a different couple than the couple that we met when we first originally met them on the show. And David was a scrub. He's come a long way, you guys. He's come a long, long way. <laughs> a long way. Remember when they're living in the firehouse? Remember when his friend was like completely supporting him financially? Remember when his kids were like talking shit about him because he was never there as a dad? Like all the things. He's like all the things. We could go on and on. So he's really come a long way. And so for the family to all come together to support him, on his last day, I thought was really, really special. Uh, the fact that Loam, Auntie Loam was impressed, I thought that was special as well. So they get into the temple and David sits down <clears throat> and he chants along with a ceremony because that's what he was supposed to do. And he's like trying his hardest to remember, but you guys remember it's a completely different language and specific to prayer. And so he can't remember it all and he's kind of falling behind it a little bit. So he asks um, if he could get his cheat sheet so he could do the chant, so that he doesn't embarrass himself or anyone else. And Annie's in the, you know, when they do like to camera work, Annie's like, you know, don't worry about it. It's a complete language. It's like me trying to to speak with you in Hebrew. You can't learn Hebrew in three days. It's impossible. But it's the effort that you put forward and your commitment to completing the process that's important. And so I agreed with that. I was like, you know, this is probably something that is one of the few things that he's completely uh, stuck to and completed. And it it was a good look. And plus, we got to learn all about the process of becoming a monk, which I just never knew. So he completed it. He's proud of himself. He's glad he didn't give up. But on the flip side, he's also happy that he gets to go back to his family and. He gets to go back go back and have dinner because again he's hungry, right? And so you think about that a little bit, and you think about how because it made me think about how we center a lot of our our lives around food and drink. And you know, I continue to say the same thing like we have to count our blessings and we have to think about uh, other people's food insecurities. And you know, I almost challenge you guys to to give back. I think that it's important. To know that there are people that are, are struggling to have food on the table. And whether that is you contributing to food banks or, you know, maybe you know someone who uh, perhaps will have a little pride and, and doesn't want to ask for help. Maybe you send them, you know, a Grubhub order or whatever. You just never know. You never know. You never know. And so if you can bless someone else, you know, you should, you should try blessing someone else. Um, and it doesn't always necessarily have to be, you know, a big gesture. It can just be a small gesture. Um, it goes a long way. And I wanted to share a story, but I think that, yeah, I'll just leave it for now. Okay. So David has become a monk. He's, fulfilled the three-day uh, process. And now they're focusing on um, going to Phuket and getting the kids enrolled in school, enjoying the city, going to the beach, all of that stuff. And what was really cute, you guys, is they had team shirts. And it was really, bi- and they're called uh, Sokan, can shirts, and they're floral, so kind of like Hawaiian shirts. Uh, they're all wearing it because, you know, Phuket is a beach um, city, and so they were they were like, okay, we're all going going there together. Some of them for the first time, so we're going to make it a special group trip. And they're going to be there for three weeks. And uh, so they're packing up and filing into the van and doing all that stuff. And uh, Annie's other brother gives Jordan because you know Jordan's problematic. You guys, Jordan is problematic. Jordan is problematic. You guys and more problematic than like every, every time I review this show, he gets more and more problematic. And when you think he's taking a step ahead, he takes two steps behind and you're just like, Jordan, I get you have that teenage angst, but there's something else going on with you and I can't quite put my finger on it. So if you guys know, definitely let me know in the live chat. or If you're watching the replay, let me know. I'm just trying to figure out what exactly his problem is. What is his problem? 15, and just miserable, you guys. He's just miserable. So Annie's other brother gives Jordan some advice to not misbehave. Make sure that you listen to Annie on this trip. You're going to be gone for three weeks, so make sure you behave yourself. And so they're in the van. They're on their way to the airport, and Jordan's talking about his girlfriend. And Jordan's 15, you guys, and we find out his girlfriend is 18. And so that's a whole thing right 18 and a 15 year old you guys let me not even have this conversation with y'all but I mean I'm about to cover milf manner I I, I, on the one hand I say age is age is just a number but I, I feel like there are major milestones in your life that you need to reach before age is not a factor and 15 and 18 I don't have any kids yet y'all, but I'll tell you this, I had a 15 year old son and he told me his girlfriend was 18. No, no, she's not. That's not your girlfriend. She's an adult. You're still a child. No. Anyways. So (laughs) I just cannot. So Jordan says that if his girlfriend was younger, she wouldn't let him go. But because his girlfriend is older, she's okay with him going to America Um, And so he's okay with going to America. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Okay, so on their way. And so Jordan's talking about his older girlfriend. Amber's talking about her first time going to Phuket and she's excited about it. She wants to see the beach. She also wants to go to the bar and dance with Cindy. I was like, mm, okay, now I'm showing my age because I'm like, oh, like how old are you again to be going to what bar? What are you What, what are you doing? Is Auntie Lom right in her concerns about what's going to be going on in this trip? Because you guys are only supposed to be going so they can enroll you in school so that you can learn English more, like be surrounded by English speaking so that when you go to your next interview at the embassy that you pass. All of this extra stuff, the beach, the bar, the drinks, the girlfriend, it's too much, in my opinion. And so they get to the airport and, you know, they put Auntie Loam in the back. No one puts Auntie Loam in the corner, but they put her in the corner, y'all. The van stops, all of their luggage, right, because there's a bunch of them in there fall on her. And Annie makes the joke, Auntie Loam has been murdered. Murdered by the suitcases. Oh, Lord! So that was the episode. One of the things that we see in the sneak peek is that um, Jordan and Amber are in the school. They've been enrolled. And Jordan hasn't been practicing his English, so he's not answering the questions correctly. And then we see him talking to Auntie Loam and in the preview, Auntie Loam is like, you know, do you like living with David? And Jordan's like, no, I hate it. And he doesn't even know, he's, because you remember in the last episode, he's like, yeah, I've thought about it and I want to go to America. He says this to Annie and now again, he doesn't want to go. So he's flip-flopping because he misses his 18-year-old girlfriend. Listen, y'all, I understand. I understand that, you know, children are exploring and they have an absolute right to change their mind and all the things. But, you know, you hear a lot about gentle parenting. I just don't think you can gentle parent every child because not every child is gentle. And I think that Jordan needs a lot more discipline and he needs to have his ass whooped because he's friggin' naughty. The things that come out of this kid's mouth and the way he flip-flops at 15, 15 to 18, that's three years. Hey, midwife, Crystal, hey, go hey. He's got a lot of, someone said it, those are development years. 15 to 18 are absolutely your development years and he needs to develop a better personality and some discipline. And so I just think the next episode is going to be 100% outrageous because Jordan, again, is acting up because Jordan's problematic. And I am still thinking about Jordan and the machete where he came out with the machete towards the family. We need to nip this in the butt immediately, if not sooner. Um. Carol says, at such point, Annie and David should give up on Jordan. He shows every sign of not being able to settle into American life. You know, I, I don't necessarily think they should give up on him. I just think that that they need to crack down on him. And I think that they shouldn't take him out of his familiar environment if he's not ready. Because if he can't behave himself in the only city, country that he knows, can you and can you imagine uprooting him taking to a country that he's like, yeah, I want to go. No, I don't want to go. Yeah. I want to go. And plus he, there's a language barrier. And plus, you know, I told you he just had a machete the other day and he sleeps in the, like disrespects the temple. He's in the temple with the monks sleeping while they're doing their chants, all the things like, <sighs> listen, I don't want to, I just think that, you have to be careful with these teenagers now because they just give zero fucks. Midwife Crystal says, I'm scared of Jordan. I'd be like David sleeping with the urns, eyes wide open. That part. Like I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say it, but I agree with Crystal. Like if if this bull is already doing his own thing and showing signs of deviant behavior, then maybe you just leave him right where he is, and when he's ready. Maybe when he's older, you bring him to America. But we'll see. Anyways, you guys, that's the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to come on over to the Melanated Way. I will be back at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time doing this all over again with Dave, not David and Annie, Lauren and Alexi after the 90 days. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining. Thanks for your input. And I'll see you in a little bit. Bye for now.